Craig, what would you feel are the most important character attributes of a high performer? Uh, this is an interesting question, uh, Hathen. I've, uh, I've had some time to think about this and, you know, uh, it's actually changed now to become a father, believe it or not. So uh, in my sporting days and, and, you know, my number one focus was purely just sport and, and being, uh, as I guess, as athletic as possible. Uh, now that I've had a little girl and uh, I've retired from sport, uh, those those characteristics are, are changing a little bit. But I want to take you back to, I guess, uh, my sporting days and uh, and when I was... I guess at my, my peak of my career with uh, with football in the AFL in Australia, um, I think the most important thing that um, an attribute f- from my point of view uh, was courage, and uh, and certainly when you were obviously growing up and a, and a little boy and you're sort of starting to get into the uh, into the I guess the Australian league in, in AFL, uh, certainly courage uh, plays a huge part in relation to that. Uh, you're a young boy, you're scared, you're timid, you know, you're going up against these men. Uh, in that uh, in that football when you first come in, so courage was certainly something that um, you know I had to, I guess, hold within myself and make sure that uh, make sure that I was obviously leading the way, uh, even though I was obviously only 16 at the time. So that was the most important thing. Courage was big. Uh, you probably see on the back of the screen there, uh, determination. You know, there's a big photo uh, that I keep in my uh, in my office at all times that actually states. Determination today leads to success tomorrow, and I'm a big believer of that. So the most important thing that uh, I guess my dad uh, instilled in me as a child was determination, and I mean he had a lot of determination. He was an Ironman, um, uh, which he which he did passionately, uh, and you do need a lot of determination from that. So I learned that uh, that trait from my father, uh, and determination is certainly uh, another trait that I would hold in high regard to be a high performance athlete. Um, and the next one is persistence because I think, you know, growing up as a kid, you're always going to be challenged. There's going to be hurdles in place and especially through your AFL career, you know, you talk about injuries and, you know, the amount of injuries I had was, was huge uh, throughout my career. But, you know, the persistence and the resilience, I guess, to continue to get back up, you know, keep training, you know, get your body to, to I guess, the stage where it can, can perform on a weekly basis, uh, week in, week out. So, uh, I would say persistence would be my third one and they would be certainly my top three uh, of a high-performance athlete. Wow, that's uh, so clear and concise. That's one thing I always love about you, Craig, focused. What do you think, Bob? Craig, excellent. You had uh, courage and persistence. And what was the third thing? Courage, persistence, and determination. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. That Just for our listeners, Heath, um, this, there's a huge amount of research done on character skills and virtues. And I know that there's a list of about 40 to 50 different character skills and an equal number of virtues as well. So a little less than 100 uh, character skills and virtues that people should know about. So if you're looking at self-leadership or becoming good at anything, um, the three that that were just mentioned by Craig are, are top of the list if you want to be a high performer in any way, shape, or form. So studying those, studying character and studying virtues is a really good way to get a grasp on actually your current reality. So that's what I'd like to contribute uh, talking about performances. It, it is, uh, character is very important, virtue is very important, um, but I think there's an old adage that says it's your dreams and goals plus action equals success. 
or perhaps performance in this case. But I think often we miss out that uh, the picture of reality. So in my head, it's dreams plus reality plus action equals success. And so to move forward from any position, if let's say you want to move forward in your financial life or move forward with your spouse or move forward with your or your one-year-old turning it quickly into a two-year-old, right, Craig? Um, it's like you have dreams and goals, right? But then there's the reality of the, the situation that you're in, then taking some, some actual pragmatic action that goes along with that that's going to equal your success. So my kids, which are just about the same age as yours, Craig, I think they're 35, 34, because of excellent planning, 21. Um, I do that exactly, exact same thing on a, certainly on a weekly basis. If I want to have a maximum performance with my children, then I think out, geez, what are some goals and objectives? What are some dreams that I have with them? What's the current reality of our relationships? What action can I take intentionally? And, um, and, and thus the performance of that relationship moves forward. Well said, Bob. Well said. You know, a statement that I've always used, uh, Bob, and you've heard me, which goes right along the lines with the three aspects that uh, you just spoke to, is that your reality equals your dreams acted upon. And I totally mm -hmm. believe that statement. The thing that I uh, uh, would add to the three that uh, you spoke to, Craig, which I believe all three of those are critical key success factors, is on top of determination is self-discipline. Mm -hmm. And I think... In a lot of our, in a lot of our uh, journey, when I look at the times when I stumbled, let's just say, from where I was going, it's when I allowed my self-discipline uh, to waver. You can be determined on the goal, but when that determination uh, uh, falters at a, uh, in a slump or uh, during a trial uh, or, or unfortunate circumstances, it's that self-discipline that will uh, get us through our slumps quicker or not. They become prolonged when we're undisciplined. <laughs> and that's, um, that's the only thing that I would add to it. I think that, uh, you know, for all of the people that I've uh, had the fortune to uh, meet that are high performers, those traits that we've all just discussed are really it. And, it really comes back to being really clear on their focus, that goal. So Craig, speak to us just a little bit on that focus you had for your lifelong goal to be awarded such an honor as being best on the ground at a professional level. That's not a small, a small thing to get. Uh, yeah, thanks. Look, I mean, you know how long the season's going to, to be able to actually get to a, a grand final um, you know, let alone be best on ground. I mean, I, I'd, I'd take the, the grand final and the Premiership Cup any day of the week over uh, best on ground. Um, but it is a, it's a great accolade to go with that. Um, but the focus wasn't just, you know, that one game. You know, it was, it was the whole year. It was the build-up. It was the work that you put in, the effort, the sacrifice, the blood, sweat and tears to get me to that stage that I was able to perform on the day at that level. Um, but certainly, you know, that focus, that determination and dedication, you know, was seen, you know, back in November, uh, you know, one year ago when we started pre-season for that particular year. So, um, yeah, self, and, and I, I do like what you were talking about, uh, Heath, in relation to, I guess, you know, um, the self-discipline. 
uh, and also self-reflection is really important because you know everyone's going to make mistakes and you're all going to um, you know be kicked down at some point in time you know it's what you do at that point in time as to I guess where your career or, or, or what the um, avenue the next avenue is you're going to take yes yeah thanks for sharing that that's a, that's a, that's a, a really good uh, point I think one of the things that we forget about a lot of the time there's quite a different dynamic when we're working in a team versus working individually as we all are entrepreneurs and we're all uh, uh, business owners we have to learn that I know when I started uh, out in business I was so focused on my goals that I quite often would overpower other people around me instead of asking the question of what they thought or what they thought would be the right contribution to it, a circumstance. And that's why there's no I in team. And I'd say I lost some really good people and some lessons that uh, I had to learn the hard way were if I was willing to just ask some questions and have that moment to self-reflect, as you just said, on something that I could gain the synergy of two people or three people or the group's collective energy and knowledge and a, a host of common people could do uncommon things. And that I think is the big, that's the big thing that you just really spoke about. Why the Premiership Cup is actually more important than the individual because if you're not in the game for the premiership with your teammates, you don't get the chance to win that individual accolade. It really right. is we before me. Yeah, I totally agree, uh, Ethan. You know, as I said, you know, for me to win that best on ground, you know, it didn't just take me, it took a team. You know, there's people out there making me look good, of course. Um, you know, and you've got to have, you know, surround yourself with great players and, and that's what I, and essentially our team was that, you know, one cohesive group and, you know, essentially my teammates just made me look good on the day. Well said. Bob, what do you think? I'm going to add a little question here say, uh, into this because it's part of this question, but aren't we really sort of talking about servant leadership in essence in, in this whole aspect of, of being a high performer? It's really about leadership, whether it's on the field, in the office, in our family. It's focusing on an objective, but trying to bring people in to that outcome that they feel part of that, that their dream is being achieved through it, and that we can serve them in, it, in that outcome. What do you think? Really good comments, gentlemen. Excellent mm -hmm. comments. We've been using the, the analogy of sports, but Heath, you've, you nailed it right there by talking about it's in every aspect of our lives. If we want to win in every aspect of our lives, in finances, in our families, in our relationships with our, our spouse, with our children, with, uh, with uh, so many of our, uh, with our friends, our friendships as well, it's, it is about servant leadership. It is about not only you maximizing your performance, but you helping others to maximize their performance. And that's, that's a real key to, uh, to success in life 
is knowing first putting people around you that have that same like mindset and second really articulating being able to reflect on what your skills are and reflect on what the skills of the people who you're working with or living with around you and then helping everybody move to that next level helping everybody perform at their best so not that's not only how you win championships that's how you build a family that's how you build a business thank you for listening today we welcome you to visit us at www.theuncommontruth.life and find the uncommon truth on youtube facebook linkedin and instagram until next time God bless.